This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It is Friday, April 29th, and this is People Every Day. Happy Friday, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and I woke up today and chose Vibrance. <laughs> Literally, I got up and told Alexa to blast Aaliyah's back and forth, whipped up a fancy omelet, and even used the frother for my coffee. It's been uphill since then, and we've put together a great show to send you out into the weekend. So let's get into what's buzzing around on my newsfeed today. Seven and a half years ago, I started hosting this show. And there's no other way to put it, it has changed my life. I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be, this will be my last year hosting The Late Late Show. Don't you dare. That was The Late Late Show host James Corden announcing his plans to leave the show after one more year. Corden took over hosting duties of Late Late back in 2015. From his incredible interviews and sketches, Corden really made the time slot his own, especially with his signature carpool karaoke segments. I love those. Even while at the helm of the show, Corden was no stranger to the big screen, appearing in films like Cats, The Prom, and lending his voice to Trolls. No word on what exactly the British comedian and actor plans to do after his contract expires next year, but he did say he plans to make his last year behind the desk his best yet. With how beloved, hilarious, and musically talented he is, I have a feeling we'll still be seeing a lot of James Corden for years to come. Happy anniversary to William and Kate. On this day in 2011, the couple walked down the aisle of Westminster Abbey in a fairy tale ceremony that I watched every minute of, along with millions of others. In their 11 years of marriage, 11 years, guys, wow, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have welcomed their three children, Prince George, who's eight, Princess Charlotte, who turns seven next week, and Prince Louis, who just turned four. A little trip down memory lane for you. Prince William and Kate first met and became friends as students at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, which seems very fitting as royal author Robert Lacey previously told people that the two have, quote, a relationship based on friendship. And the two make spending quality time together as a family a priority and are no strangers to fun. Remember those videos of them dancing in the Caribbean a few weeks ago? And they are always there to lift each other up as well. A family friend told people, William will bring Kate a gin and tonic after a long day and that they look after each other but in different ways. Well, congrats to those two on their anniversary. Now we have to get into a not-so-happy couple. HGTV's Christina Hall is in a custody battle with her ex and it is not looking pretty. There is news surrounding exes Christina Hall, formerly Christina El Musa, and Ant Anstead, both of HGTV fame. And let me tell you guys, this is interesting stuff. Yesterday, people got the exclusive scoop that Ant 
filed for full custody of the couple's two-year-old son, Hudson London. Christina and Aunt welcomed Hudson in September 2019, only to announce their split a year later. New details have come out about why Aunt filed for full custody, but late last night, we learned that a judge has denied this emergency request. There's a lot to get into here, and joining me now to do that is People's Senior News Editor, Anya Leon. Hey, Anya. Hi, Janine. How are you? Let's just jump right into the details. Why did Ant file this full custody request? So according to Ant, in the documents that he filed, Christina's team approached him last week and allegedly asked him to switch custody from their current schedule to a one-week-on, one-week-off. Ant claims that since their split, he has been what he calls himself the primary parent of Hudson and that Christina has allegedly only spent an average of nine full days each month over the last 20 months with Hudson and since the start of 2022 has spent an average of seven full days per month with him. He's also asking the court to amend Christina's custody schedule so she would essentially have Hudson every other weekend from about Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. This would allow Christina's time, he says, to be stepped up over the next several months to match that of her custody schedule with her other two children. She is also mom to Brayden and Taylor with her ex-husband, Tara Gelmusa. Late last January, Aunt talked to us about co-parenting with Christina. So remind us what he said. What was the custody agreement at that time? When they divorced, they were both granted actually joint legal and physical custody of their son. And from our standpoint, things seem to be going well. In fact, Aunt told people in January of last year that when it came to co-parenting with Christina, he was hoping to do everything amicably. He told us, there's never been a scenario where I've asked for him and not had him and vice versa. So up until yesterday's filing, as far as we knew, everything between them was going great when it came to co-parenting Hudson. And also in the filing, he requested that their son not appear in any paid media campaigns. So why is that coming into play? I mean, they're both very public figures. One of the requests that he did make was to have to prohibit Christina from featuring Hudson on any of her social media campaigns, television, anything essentially that she would be getting paid for. He Mm -hmm. claims that on one of the occasions that Christina had Hudson, For a full five days, she used Hudson to feature him as paid advertisements to sell products on her Instagram or Instagram stories. He is asking Mm -hmm. that a judge deny that moving forward unless both parents agree to it prior in writing. He also claimed that in one of those paid promotional pieces, Christina exposed Hudson to something that he's allergic to as part of the advertisement. Oh, Okay. What is Christina's reaction to all of this? Shortly after we obtained the documents that Anne had filed, Christina gave an exclusive statement to people in which she said that she's deeply saddened by what Anne has filed. She claims that if it was about Hudson, that everything should have been handled privately with a private judge and mediation. And she's officially filed her rebuttal as well to to his request. So, so what did she say in that? So Christina kind of goes line by line of what aunt is alleging and actually says that when it comes to visitation, the reason she has not had Hudson as much as aunt over the past few months is because aunt has asked for Hudson more. She says that aunt's children who reside primarily in the UK have been in town and aunt has requested to have Hudson extra time, which she granted. She also Mm -hmm. points out that aunt's parents have been in town as well, 
and asked to see Hudson. Again, she granted permission. She says that when it comes to time, often Aunt does not count the days that Christina drops him off. So again, that lowers the count of how many days she has. But she completely lays out the entire schedule and shows that she does have Hudson every single month. As we mentioned earlier, a judge denied Ant's emergency request for full custody. So do we know at all why that might be and, and what, what happens now? Part of Ant's filing was an ex parte order, which meant in the state of California that he is asking that the judge grants his request essentially immediately to give him full legal and physical custody of Hudson. So that part of his filing was denied, that it would not take place immediately. The actual custody request was not dismissed. That is still in play. And a hearing was set for June in which both parties will come in, they will present their sides. And at that point, a judge will either grant Ant his request, which would at that point be full legal and physical custody, or deny it. And custody would essentially remain the same. Anya, thank you so much for breaking all of this down for me. Of course. Our beautiful issue is out on newsstands today. And this year, we're highlighting some of the most beautiful ladies in comedy. Icons like Mindy Kaling, Jennifer Coolidge, and Regina Hall. After the break, we get into their hilarious people photo shoots and musings on life. You don't want to miss it. But first, it's New Music Friday. There are some great songs out this week, like Justin Bieber's new release, Honest. Off top, you the sun in my morning I tried to get away, but it's boring And Future has a new track out with Drake on it. Speaking of Drake, did you see him at the Raptors-Sixers game last night with his son Adonis? He is so cute. Speaking of Adonis, not his champagne poppy. <laughs> but anyways, here's the new track from Future and Drake called I'm On One. I'm applying pressure in the field, giant man. And to keep you in the new music mood, right after the break, we have our exclusive interview with R&B crooner and Maroon 5 keyboardist PJ Morton. We get into his brand new album and what made it so personal for him and his wife. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let those worries wash away, just be like water, uh, let it flow, 
You just heard a snippet of Be Like Water from my next guest's brand new album, Watch the Sun, that just dropped today. PJ Morton is a Grammy Award-winning singer, writer, and producer, and the official keyboardist for Maroon 5. He is known for hit singles like How Deep Is Your Love, but... The sun is shining on us right now because it is New Music Friday here at People Every Day. And Mr. PJ Morton is on with me now. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Years ago, you you made the crossover from gospel music and, and you found that perfect kind of nook that holds space for the church and R&B soul and, and your Southern roots. So is it the same on Watch the Sun? I think for me, it was always about talking about life as a whole. I think where gospel music can sometimes be limiting. If that's not all you want to talk about, it focuses on God. But for me, I like to focus on life and love and all the things surrounding it. I just knew that it was important for me to be intentional and give more than just good songs because we've been through too much to just entertain. This album has 11 tracks that take the listener on a ride through love, heartbreak, and spirituality, as you said. So which track is the most personal for you? It's my most personal album, actually. But I would say Please Don't Walk Away. It was the first song that I wrote on the album. It was capturing a real moment where, you know, it was a potential breakup and it was a rough time. Please don't walk away from my love. I thought it was important to let people know that we're all going through it. You know what I mean? Let's get into these features, which are top notch. Stevie Wonder, Nas, Jill Scott, and Elda Barge. A few unknowns. Just, yeah. What? <laughs> um, but, but back to King Stevie, what was it like <laughs> collaborating with him and Nas on the track Be Like Water? He was always indirectly like a huge influence on me and inspiration. But thankfully, we've been able to develop a relationship. I asked Nas to be on it first, but Stevie recorded it first because I was in the studio with him working on another song that we were doing for his album. And then I got Stevie on it and I resent it to Nas. Like, just just letting you know, you know, Stevie's on it now. And his buddy hit me back and said, you know, Nas just got off a panel and they literally just asked him what artists he want to work with that he hadn't worked with yet. And it was Stevie Wonder. So he was like, this is definitely getting done. So cool. So have Adam and the rest of your Maroon 5 family gotten a chance to listen? And, and what was their feedback? I don't know if anybody's heard it all the way through. It's going to be a big surprise for everybody. But it blew their minds when they found out, like, who I have a part of the album and stuff. And then last one, I, I want to know what wife Courtney had to say about the album. What's her favorite song? Yeah, Court. I don't know if she's told me her favorite. Maybe Better Benediction. It's definitely sp different for her because a lot of this that I'm talking about is referring to her. I usually talk about her in a general sense. You know, this was more, this was our lives. I'm sure she can hear lines in there like, wait, he actually said that. Like, that's crazy, you know? Well, PJ, this was so much fun. And congrats again on your new album. Well, guys, and you all can catch PJ out on tour throughout the summer. So be sure to check him out. Well, we are continuing coverage today of our beauties issue out on stands today because, well, there are just too many amazing stories not to as we focus on some of the funny ladies we have featured. For the photo shoot, they are showing off some fun hidden talents and the common thread between them is not only their ability to make you laugh on your couch, but also their outlooks on beauty and how their perception of that has changed, not only in their lives, but in the world. So to chat with me about some of the behind the scenes stories on these shoots is People's Deputy Editor, Wendy Noggle. Hey, Wendy. 
Hi, guys. We have to start with one of my favorite comedic actresses, Regina Hall. Girls Trip had me in stitches, and and she slayed it hosting the Oscars this year, all things considered. (laughs) But that's in the past. You all had her roller skating for the shoot with some derby girls joining her. But she really expressed how something her mom told her created her perspective on beauty. So let's take a listen to that. My mom used to always say, you're only as pretty as you act. And so, you know... Beauty subjective. I love it. Well, what else did Regina have to say? Well, of course, she's known for talking a little bit about her love life, and she did just that with us. And one of the things she revealed is she is not searching for the one on technology. Apps are not for her. She always feels like she's met a guy through a friend or that it's really just happened. And and she wants to keep it that way. I love it. And I love the line where she's talking about how she is very open to dating men who are not traditionally handsome. (laughs) But when you fall in love, you know, you fall in love. Moving on to someone who really finds beauty in her family, Mindy Kaling. Mindy owns her own company. She is hilarious. She produces and writes and does all the things that I would imagine make her a pretty fun mom to be around. Well, maybe only at a certain time of day. Listen to this. There's this time in the afternoon before my children have become demons just after dinner that I think is really happy because they're like full of food and have a lot of energy, but they're not sort of overtired for the day. And that's when it's great to like go for a walk or we run around the yard and I'll threaten to throw my daughter into the pool. She's got a daughter for and Spencer is 20 months, her son, and like that's just chaos. And they tend to eat dinner early. And so there really is that sweet spot of time of when they're running around the house, they turn it into a lot of fun and games. So I can just imagine the antics that they have and how they keep each other laughing. Oh, it just sounds so joyful. Like, I love her talking about how her her son is not neurotic. He's not anxious. Like, all the things that, you know, we've been worried about the kids during the pandemic. He's just happy and wants his trucks and tires. Well, finally, we need to discuss the queen that is Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer spoke a lot about her idea and definition of beauty and how that's changed over the years. Well, except in one case. Listen to this. I think being really good looking is overrated. And I'm not saying like, look, you know, it's great for people that are good looking and I'm happy for them, but it doesn't get you out of your misery and it doesn't really help people in the end. You know, it's a shallow thing unless you're sleeping with that person and then it's kind of fun. I want to talk about why she feels painting the male form may be the best way to actually meet someone. I think she was very happy with us that we had brought this particular model to the set. She said, was there a way that we we could do this again? She really was so much fun. You'll also see some great outtakes of the shoot where she is doing some pottery. If you think of the ghost movie images, but really one of the things she said to us is that she was thinking if you had four to five hours of just sitting and painting someone, you would really get to know them and you would know all about them if you get what I'm saying. Uh, You guys are amazing for what you do (laughs) with these shoots. It was a lot of fun to brainstorm, that's for sure. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time and taking us into this issue. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the weekend. 
since it's Friday, I thought we'd send you into the weekend with some positive energy and words of encouragement. Have you guys seen the video of the two kids checking in with each other while playing rugby? (laughs) It is seriously so cute and precious. They're on the sideline, and the youngest kid on the team is a little nervous about the game. And then the smallest kid on the team gives him the motivational speech we all need. Here's something to make you smile. It's okay. Everyone's older than me. Everyone's bigger. You don't have to tackle. No, Bob, listen to me. Trust me. Look at me. Look at me, Bob. I'm the shortest kid here. Listen, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're short, you're young. It doesn't matter if you're tall or hit. It doesn't matter if you're fat. It doesn't matter if you're tall. Bob, you are a brilliant rugby player. You understand that? You're insane. You're actually insane for your age. You're insane. Come here, give me a hug. Best teammate it's ever. Right, right? Just hearing the coach chime in there with best teammate ever. (laughs) Yes. Yes, coach. What a moment. I love it so much. And well, you guys are some of the best teammates ever. Thank you for listening all this week. I'll be back with you on Monday to kick off the first week of May, the best month, I must say, right here on People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Madison Lesby, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Amy Machado, and the great team at Pod People. Edited by Morgan Foos and Carter Wogan. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs, with help from Eliza Sessler and Fallon Harge. Executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman. 